Hey everyone, this is your girl Anquanise Pleasant, and you're tuning in to the Generation of Curse Breakers podcast. Hey everybody, thank y'all for tuning in to our second live. Um, I am very excited about this live because um, it's a little bit more personal, and um, I'm just excited to have new faces. I'm basically trying to expose people that I know have the potential to basically break the generational curses. Um, Last week, week, not last week, a couple weeks ago, um, we had Lady Elder Colita Blair, and she was talking about breaking the curses of um, sicknesses and diseases. And I am so excited because this week we're going to talk about breaking the curses of the mind. And we're also going to talk about self-hate and self-love. Um, if, for those of y'all that don't know me, I'm sorry, I got to introduce myself first. Um, my name is Ekwamese Pleasant. I am the CEO of Benediction de la More, and I'm the visionary of the generation of curse breakers. And today, the reason why we I chose this topic is because, yes, it is Black History Month, but what I have found is that a lot of Black women lack basically self-love, self-hate, and we actually have a lot of mental illnesses going around in the black community as a whole, but especially in black women nowadays. Um, There is a lot that our generation has been through. There is a lot our generation is going through. So I feel that this conversation will give, will shed light to people to let them know that they are not the only one. And we did learn a couple weeks ago that, you know, when you are new in Christ, those curses are broken. But I want to let everybody know that there are, there is still a thing called generation of curses mm-hmm. um, simply because something that our grandparents sold many years ago, we now have to reap what they sold. So don't think just because you do something, you're going to get it back. It actually can go to the next generation. So that's why we're here talking today. So I'm playing already. So um, I'm going to let them introduce themselves, and then we're going to get into the topic. So on my right, I have... Hey, hey everybody. I am Talitha Hester. Uh, I am CEO and founder of Chosen Generation Corporation. Um, um, Chosen Generation right now is an online um, clothing line, just empowering, encouraging, and reminding people to never forget who they are. Hey, y'all. Uh, my name is Alicia, but everybody knows me as Nikki. I am a new author. Um, I just released the book last year um, in September called, Bro- yeah. <laughs> called Broken Pieces, oh, Making yeah. a Mural. Um, yeah, it's been refreshing. I actually wrote the book. It's pretty much kind of like a, a life story as to me going into womanhood now and showing people that literally God can take the bad and the ugly and make it a masterpiece, no matter what you're going through and stuff. Right. That's just a little bit about me. <laughs> okay. So now that y'all have um, basically been introduced to our guests, as I stated, our topic today is basically breaking the curses of the mind. Um, so what I, the first question I really want to ask is, that I'll be asking every guest, so y'all, y'all don't get tired of this question. But everybody has a different meaning to everything. So what does generational curses mean to you? Who wants to go first? I'll go go first. No matter. So generational curse means to me um, 
Um, go first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I would put it as a, a phrase saying it's coming to steal, kill, and destroy your family. Like it's some, like you mentioned earlier, it's not something that you put on yourself. It's something that somebody previously before your family, like your great grandma or your granddaddy or something have been dealing with that they haven't been able to break. So it triggers down within the family and somebody got to want to break the curse. Okay. Okay. So um, my definition of generational curse, curse breaker is um, cycles and choices that has been passed down from our forefathers um, that hasn't been dealt with. So, Okay. Um, what does one identify that they, how does one identify that they are fighting against generational curses? Patterns. Patterns. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Patterns. patterns. Yeah. I also say um, patterns and cycles. Um, there are habits. Yes, habits, yes. Very much. <laughs> Very much habits. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think as a community, especially as women, we don't tend to look at the pattern that we carry on from our mother or we carry on from our um, grandmother. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, um, how does how does a person identify that they need to basically um, get their mind together? We we see it all the time, you know, oh, 2020 coming in, I'm going to get fit, I'm going to work out, right, right. or I'm going to start this business. I got mm -hmm. all these goals, but what I have realizes nothing prospers unless you deal with the mind. The mind. Um, to tag on that, I would say for me and my family personally, we deal with diabetes. So it's been from my grandmama to my mama to my brother. And um, like you said, start with your man. You got to want to break the cycle. Mm -hmm. So I've made it my business to break the cycle. Like in my household, I'm, I'm not taking that. I'm not going to accept that. Like Period. I don't want that. So in order to break that, I have to physically go to the gym. I got to make sure in my house I'm putting the Doritos away and I'm pulling out the the salsa chips, like yes. the green, the garden <laughs> salsa type of chips, the healthy chips. Like you got to want to change and you got to be willing to change and be able to identify that it is an issue mm -hmm. in order for you to like really break that. Right. So with me, um the generation curses that I notice are um, sickle cell, um, cancer, um, diabetes, um, high blood pressure. But you know me, I'm like, I'm not. Th yeah, that's that's not me. I'm not. No, I'm not gonna claim no sickness. I'm not claiming. I'm I'm healed. Like, period. So, what they what they what um what my family what my family going through or what they went through, like I said, no, like I'm not doing it. it I'm, it's, it stopped with me. Like it stopped with me. No sickle cell, no sickle cell trait, no diabetes, no high blood pressure, no sugar. That's just my mindset. And that's just how it is. So when y'all talk about um, breaking those curses, like y'all do put forth that, um, that effort, y'all do what like people say, faith without works is dead. Right. And you guys have 
basically shown that mm -hmm. this is not going to continue on to my family or, you know, this is not going to continue on with me. Right. Even being in the household of those different curses, um, what does the mind look like when you're battling trying to get out of trying to get out of um I know this is my situation and this is a continuous thing in my family, but I want better. So what does that look like? Um I could use a story like uh when my father passed, my brother literally probably like six months after my dad passed we had found out he had diabetes. We never knew. Um, and of course it was like a toll on our family, just everything hitting us back to back. And he ended up having to stay in the hospital for like two, three weeks. And my mom kept saying, we're we not going to keep dealing with this, this demon. We're going to break this. So what we did at home was we literally went and got us some post-it sticks at every room that my brother had to go in. We had scriptures on the wall to change our mind, to let us know, yeah, we in this situation right now, but this not going to always be where I'm at. I'm not going to always be stuck here. So I got to remember this is what the word says. And if I'm believing that this is what I want to change, I got to eat that for breakfast. So if they got to be a posted on the kitchen table where my cereal and stuff, like I have to physically see that so that I can get that in me and not just keep saying it. You, you for real, like got to eat the word, like in order to, to maintain for real. True. <laughs> Okay. So, um, how did your mind produce self-hate and decrease self-love? Hmm. So, um, I like love and home. So I went out to find love through other people. So that's, that's my self-hate to myself. And what was the question again? So, <laughs> how does your mind produce self-hate and decrease self-love? Oh, how does your mind? Okay. So, negative thoughts, right? Negative thoughts. Um, say, for instance, okay, I'm, 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 I'm bigger, so I'm fat, I'm ugly, stuff like that. Um, that's that's self-hate. You're, you, 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 you're not confident in who you are, so... That, that's, that's what, what I, I that's, that's, yeah, that's what I doubted it. So, um, just talking from experience. So what, what happened with me when it came to self-hate, um, it was more of a, I ate what people fed me. And when I say that, mm, when I was a kid, um, there was a lot of comments. Um, oh, she, she black, she black is like, you know, right. or, um, why are you so fat? Like little words like that. So I literally ate what they fed me. They fed me negativity. I became negativity. Mm -hmm. And one thing I try to get my friends to understand that do have kids, you have to be careful who you have what your you kids around and what yeah, you true. say to them. They're sponges. Yes, and true. just because the adult may be cool in front of you, but you never know what that adult may have against you. And they're taking it out on your kids. And now yeah. your kids are literally eating negativity. You wonder like, why like why is this person walking around negative and stuff? You literally see kids nowadays like copy everything they see on social media because they're sponges. So they're eating what they are given. And that was one thing I did. I constantly um whatever somebody said about me, that's what it was. 
Yeah. Because I felt like That's the same mindset same mindset that I had too. Like yeah. it was it was it was stuck it was stuck in my my mind and just would not go away. Yeah. I really felt like um that was a, that played a big part in my um insecurities and my self-hate. I always felt that um if I was a little bit smaller, you know, or if I was a little bit lighter or if I was a little bit more quieter or it's just little things that I noticed about um, myself when I was growing up and I was starting to heal that that's where the decrease of self-love happened at. So I think that is a lot of things that um, happens in our community, especially with our girls. Um, I think the confidence in the little girls because, I, well, let me put it this way. We are all grown women, but we're still broken little girls yeah. on the inside. Look, yeah. Listen, still, okay? That's why <laughs> That's why I always say broken pieces is still making my mirror because I haven't arrived. I'm still broken. It's a lot of spots in my life that I'm still trying to get together. Some stuff I got together, but it's some stuff that's still broken. Yeah. So with those things being broken, um, do you feel that that is like a... Uh, a generational curse. Um, it's a generational choice, right? Mm -hmm. Now that's that's that a generational good. choice okay. because you, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Because you choosing to stay there. Yeah. Like you choosing to do that to yeah. yourself. Yeah. You choose so, and, and that goes back to my very first podcast, self sabotage. Self-sabotage. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's, that's good. Y'all yeah. put that on the status. Okay. <laughs> on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, that, that was good. I that was good. <laughs> Self-sabotage. We ain't going to go there, though. <laughs> How does so one break good. the barrier of starting to um, love their self? So how do they start loving themselves? How do they start making it an everyday thing? Um, I would say if you got to get up in the morning and give yourself that extra 30 minutes to fix your hair a little bit more or, you know, put the little lip gloss on that you probably didn't want to try, like do that to make you love yourself more. Because if you don't love yourself, you can't have nobody else love you. Period. And that's just, that's just that on that. That's just that on that. <laughs> yeah, I like. Cannot. Be yourself. I That's cannot. what you're going to say. That's what you're going to say. So, but. <laughs> Y'all play too much. <laughs> right. How does one break the barrier I got too of, um, of starting to love their self? Breaking the barriers. I told you this over the phone. <laughs> Lord. Um. My burial that I broke. Um, just saying positive things. You are you are enough. You are beautiful. You are adequate. Um, just just encouraging my own self, building my own self back up. Because I mean, if I don't, who is? That's real. That's really real. Um, if anything. Was to um, okay, so if you can go back mm -hmm. and tell yourself anything as a little girl when it comes to um, breaking the curses of the mind, what is one thing you would tell yourself? Um, 
That's good, because I can tell myself yeah. a lot. Because I could avoid it a lot of situations I put myself in. If it was just one thing that could alter some things in your life, what was that one thing you can tell? Don't forget who you are. Say it louder. Don't forget who you are. Hey, I need you to say you it louder. Shot. Don't forget who you are. Don't forget who you are. Yeah, that's good. That's because I forgot who I was. And I, I truly believe that's why God gave me um, Chosen Generation, because that was the first thing. I'm so off, off topic. No, you're not. But, um, <laughs> yeah, he gave me Chosen Generation. Um, like, it was in the middle of the night, and he just gave me, don't forget who you are. And I'm like, I know who I am. And he said, don't forget who you are. And then he, um, he sent me to First Peter 2 and 9. And, you know, y'all can read that on y'all own. But, um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, because I didn't know who I was. Um, I, I, I was a people pleaser. Like I never had the, the, um, ability to express who Talitha was. Like it was just all about everybody else. I, it was just about everybody else just like that. And I mean, literally last year, I just got tired. It, it literally, it was like, all the life that I had in me was just taken, like, because I was just giving, 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 and wasn't giving nothing in return. So God told me to don't forget who you are. Okay. Talitha! <laughs> Y'all gotta excuse me. <laughs> so, hey, everybody, I did not, I don't want to try to think, because last week I was told that I was ignoring y'all. And I'm I'm not ignoring y'all. I'm the cameraman, sound man, the host. Baby, come on and do it all. <laughs> okay. So we ain't got no help up in here. But um it's coming. If you can't hear, try to go back in and come out. Can y'all try to see it's it's can y'all hear? Come on. Y'all can hear. Okay, so it's y'all phone. It's not ours. Oh, um, somebody <laughs> said they can't hear. Yeah. Um Hey Evelyn. Hey Monet. Hey TT. Hey everybody. Hey Granddaddy. Hey Lester. Hey family. <laughs> right. Hey family, family now. Hey cousins right. and now. Hey y'all. You definitely family. You family. <laughs> but you're definitely family. Yeah. Because we met weird. What? Liz, you're yeah. too. What? Something that's like that. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> she said that's weird. See, this is why. <laughs> okay. So, um. What are y'all doing now to overcome, um, like, either self-hate, self-love, or just breaking the curses of the mind? What are y'all doing now as black women? So let me, okay, let me pull back just a little bit. So here's the real reason why I want to talk about this. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm noticing that a lot of black women, and as black women, I don't know about other cultures. I'm only black. Um, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I have watched a lot of women in my family take care of everybody else except for their self. I feel that that is something that we do a lot. Like we are trained from babies. Like we get baby dolls. Uh-huh. We get the little shopping yes. cars. We we learn how to cook. And yeah. when you cook, you don't cook just for yourself. You cook for everybody. Yes. Everybody gotta eat. Everybody gotta eat. My and mama is the same way now. She. <laughs> so it's just like 
how like how are y'all overcoming that? How are y'all breaking that cycle of just caring about other people instead of being like individual and worrying about you? Are y'all still learning? I'm still yeah. in the process yeah. of it because uh, me, hard. yeah, oh, it's hard, especially when you've been giving and pouring to people all the time, and it's just an instinct in me. I'm a giver, yeah. so I'm. You could call me for, and you could probably only know me for like a week, and you could call mm -hmm. me and be like, "Yo, I need this from you," and I'll be like, oh, "Okay, you know, I can, I can give it to you," but then like, and I'm never the type to reach out to people and be like, "Well, I'm in need of this," or you know, "Can you help me with this?" I, I don't ask people. So for me, I give because it makes me feel good to give to people, but I sometimes never want it in return. So for me, I'm learning. <laughs> To be be open, Nikki, when people want to bless you, how you been pouring out and blessing people, accept it. Don't always look at it as it's a, I'm giving you this for that. It's a tip for that life. So I'm, yeah, I'm learning that. I have not arrived, okay? No. I'm still a little broken. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be a masterpiece one day, but yeah. Come on, that's right. That's <laughs> Come on, that's right. That's <laughs> you? You got to say? Um, one thing I decided to do um, differently this year is I um, I just turned off my phone. <laughs> I don't know if that's a big step or a little step. That's but a like, huge step because I, I did that. Like, for example, today. Right. Mm. Like, for example, today I work 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. I have not been asleep. Yeah, so... You know what that means? When I get off at 7 o'clock in the morning, yeah, my phone's going on do not disturb. <laughs> and whatever happens, happens, and I deal with it when I get up. Because at the same time, if I'm not fully functioning, my I business is no not fully functioning, else. I can't help nobody else if they in a, in a ditch. I don't know what I'm going to do, but <laughs> like, I just feel like little simple things, and I also like, I pull back from a lot of things. Like, um, If I find myself getting very drained, like spiritually, like really like drain, I pull back. I unplug and I plug into what I should have been plugged into. The whole time. Right. But yeah. I plug into what I should have been plugged into the whole time. And I actually take that time to like relax. I don't do nothing. If it, even if it's just me staying in the house all day. I don't it's do nothing. nothing. Wrong with that. We need that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a big problem. Self care. Self care. Self care is a Huge problem. Um, would you say it was the things that people said to you that made you have a negative mindset, or is it your own self doubt? I would say both. Why both? Because childhood repeated thing, repeated negative thoughts. So of course that's gonna travel because we're young, you, you know. So it's gonna travel with us, and then self doubt. Huh. Yeah. It's both. It's both. It's both. I, I'm, it's both. Um, for me, I would say self doubt, not what other people said. Um, because I'm always reminded about the scripture that said, "Let your mind be like Jesus' mind." So for me, I'm I'm not gonna let. It. I'm not gonna let nobody tell me like, "Oh, she a liar," or "She this," or "She that," and let that be a thought playing in my head, because if I know I ain't no liar, 
or if I know I'm not this and I'm not that, that that's not who I am. So for me, it would be like not accomplishing stuff that'll make me come down on myself. Like I know I could have did this or I could have did that. So let's talk about this. I'm glad you opened the door right for that. Good, Thanks. Good job. Good job. <laughs> good job. <laughs> um, so there is also another stigma in the community with black women. We feel like it's, and I, I still feel like this. And me and my friend were just talking about this the other day. She's of a different ethnicity. But she was like, I hate that you have in your mind that you have to work 25 times harder to get to the same place that I'm in. And I had to explain to her, I said, I do. Because I got two strikes against me. One, I'm black. That's two, I'm right. a woman. Right. <laughs> like, so I got to prove it. I got to prove it. <laughs> so, and her, her biggest thing was, why do we have to work so hard? Not like if we was to take race off the table and we would just put woman, because she was just a woman, she's a Caucasian woman. Why do we have to work so hard as women? Like, why do we think that we have to just like go 10 times harder than anybody else? Like you said, to try to, well, I wouldn't say to prove a point, but just to show that I'm capable of doing this. Like, you, yeah, we I can born, do this. We born independent. So, like. Okay, I'm going to play devil's advocate with y'all. We have already. <laughs> no, I, I am. <laughs> I am because we have already proven that we can handle anything. <laughs> we right. have. Yeah. You turn 13, what happens? Normally, when you turn 13, what happens? You get your cycle, right? Right. And then one day yeah. upon this earth, you're going to give birth. Yeah. And some people do it natural. Yes. So I think we done already proved it. Yeah. We're working. We're taking care of kids. Or we working. we in school. Businesses. Writing books. Like, we doing it. Yeah. So why do we still feel like we have to put, it, put forth that extra effort? If you already, if it has already been shown throughout women's history that we are capable to do anything, right? So why do we still have to have that in our in our mindset? And audience, y'all can talk back too. I got it on my phone, so I'm not gonna miss. I, yeah, I got it on my phone, so I'm not gonna miss nothing. So why do y'all think that? Um. I don't, probably for the next generation. You want them to see, like, and Paving I can say away, for me, like, when Paving I do away. have a child, have my child, I know, like, oh, my mama was a, my mama was a boss, period. Like, she no, could do that. <laughs> she could do that, like, and she did it with no, no hassle. And if she had a hassle, she ain't show me. So for me, it's to just pave the way for the next generation to show them, like, yeah, you, you got this. Mama did it, so you got it. Yeah, I agree. Because I said paved the way. Paved the way? Mm -hmm. I also think it's just a natural a, instinct. A natural instinct. Yeah. I'm taking away from <laughs> <laughs> I got a great quote. <laughs> Y'all are saying something. <laughs> <laughs> just listening. <laughs> good. Good, back. This is good. <laughs> good. This is amazing. <laughs> so, um, one of our uh, audience said, learning to challenge the love of a person. Offering, uh, offering against the love I have for God. It sounds stupid, but it shows me when people are using me, put 
when people are oh, but that's that was it. Uh -oh. She put them. Oh, <laughs> who is that? So her name is Evelyn Watson. So, um, did anybody else want to comment on that? No, maybe so. I'm trying to find a, the um. I don't know how to work this one. <laughs> so, what do y'all think about um being the ones who? set the tone for the next generation like how would that be something that you can implement in your life as in like breaking the curses of the mind breaking the curses of self-hate and increasing the affirmations of self-love how can y'all do that you just said a whole lot but um <laughs> i did she just said a whole lot um I would say for me, I have little cousins that I always keep with me. So, and I always tell them, I call them princesses or I call them kings. Like, if we go to the store, I'm like, what you want, princess? Or what you want, prince? Like, I want you to know, like, you you literally are up there. Like, you don't have to have nobody else tell you that. I want you to know that coming in now. Like, I have a little cousin who says, "Well, I'm a princess. How does princesses eat?" Like, yeah. I, I have I to, it. I have to tell her like this. This is how this is how you do it. The princess can have whatever she wants. Like, if you do right, you can have whatever you want. And I feel like even as Christians, that's that's how God treats us. Like, if we follow His word and we live a life according to what He's telling us, it's nothing He gonna withhold from us. He gonna make sure we good. Yeah. How can you show? How could you show positive affirmations of self-love and break that curse of self-hate and the curses of the mind for the next generation? So um, what I do with my um, siblings, uh, my mom take care of three foster um, children that's in the system. So I just tell them, like, what you see your friends do, don't do it. It's okay to be set apart. Um, so I tell them to, you know, you know, say positive when somebody say something negative, something negative to them, you know, reverse it with something positive. Like if, if say, for instance, one of the, the my brother name is Jojo. So Jojo, you stupid. No, you're smart. You're intelligent. You, you are a conqueror. Like I tell them to reverse, um, reverse negative was being negative spoken to them with positive um sayings and then i just tell them to you know treat people the way you want them to be treated because the greatest commandment of all is to love um first god yourself and then your neighbor as as yourself so i hope that's on the right thing yeah i think i'm gonna say set apart set apart okay period <laughs> How you gonna forget your own brand? That, that would have been a good promo. It's like, you know, we said part. Oh, and I got t shirts that yeah. say, Period. <laughs> Set apart. Go ahead and pick that up. Right. Listen, Free commercial. Free commercial. Okay. <laughs> Matter of fact, they are actually $25. But if you want one tonight, I give it to you for $15. Okay. That's a big, not like for real. Only tonight. Yeah, listen. So, Amazon, get the book. Ah! 
if you don't have it, <laughs> you get it. Okay? It'll bless you for real. And it's not long, so you you gotta sit on the couch all day. I can't stand y'all. I'm so embarrassed. Y'all already know. Period. Okay. So, um, I don't know if y'all saw that I had put up the open discussion for this podcast up. And it was um as black women, do we tend to lack healthy mindsets or self self-love? One of the our um one of our um people that commented on the page was she commented and she said, Yes, because growing up we are given false deception of what a healthy mindset looks like or even what self-love consists of. How y'all feel about that comment? I absolutely agree. Yeah, I, I agree too. I absolutely agree. Why do y'all agree? Um, because it's like we've grown up. Um, okay, so it's my me. Oh, my mom, baby boomer. So she's in her 60s, I'm in my 20s. So, what I like and what she like is totally different. And then the upbringing that she was brought up in and how she brought me up, she tried to bring well, she did bring me up the way that she was brought up, and I didn't, I didn't like that. I I didn't like that at all. I didn't like that at all. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I just (laughs) I know because like if you would just would have sat down and talked to me about certain things or rather than trying to whoop rather than whooping me, I could, you know, understand it more and I could love you even better. Like no, I agree because, because I feel like the whoopings that they got, baby, them was slavery whoopings, okay? That was child abuse, okay? Let's just exactly. call it what that it was. That was child abuse, was. exactly. Like, we grown. You we grown. And ain't no more hiding. We coming out of hiding. <laughs> that was child abuse. Like That was child abuse. People was telling me they was getting a whooping with a stitchy cord. Who? Baby, a tree. razor. Do you know the, what they cut? I need to get there, but yeah, yeah. Nah, that's I mean, I got a, a shrew thrown at me, um, Child, stuff thrown like, at me, but just no, listen, I don't know, <laughs> but listen, but I do, I do want to piggyback off what you said. I feel like we we were brought up in that era, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't, <laughs> I can't deal with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. Y'all, I played entirely too much. I'm sorry. <laughs> we got we got a good sense of humor. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, no, y'all good. bad. No, but um, I feel like a lot of things. Like we grew up in the era of, well, mom, why I can't jump on the bed because I said so. Now go sit down yes. before I knock your head off your. Shoulder. Couldn't go in the living room. Don't don't walk on my carpet. Don't sit on my couch. Don't yeah. lay on my bed. Now, I understand don't lay on the bed because that's outside clothes, but still. Why you got couches that I can't sit down on? Exactly. On. So, Unless it got the plastic on, I ain't going to. Still, it had plastic on it. It had plastic on it. One of the other um, people commented and said, yes, because we're taught to take care of everybody else but ourselves from birth. If you're a mom, you automatically put yourself last. If you're the oldest sibling, you're more than likely a second parent. That is so true. All of this spills into other relationships. We always put ourselves last. 
black women have to literally be taught how to be selfish. Ooh, I oh I like that. That was beautiful. Yeah. That was beautiful. Yeah. That was good. You got other say that? <laughs> that was real good. <laughs> Somebody else said, I personally think it's both. Here's why. So many times we are so busy taking care of our kids, our husband, work, going to church, and making sure the household runs effectively Listen. that we ignore us and don't care about our health. Sometimes women look for validation instead of love for ourselves enough to take the time for us because it's well needed. Okay, I like that. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about that. Well, I'm, I'm gonna talk on on that. So home, I had a lot going on. Then I was fully active in church, like choir. Um, choir. I was on a youth ministry. Um, I was an armor bearer. Like then I had, like I said, had stuff at home. Then I was taking care of my father who had dementia. And y'all know how people with dementia is. So all of that, well, I had time for myself. It was all about everybody else. And it was draining. It was very draining. So. I think, <laughs> I think um, when it comes to church, us as black people, baby, we live at church, okay? Once you become active in church, you be at church all the time. I be like, dang, I'm ready to go home sometimes. <laughs> like, especially if you love your church home. Right. Like, I love my church home. So, it's like, you want to dedicate. And we have been taught that. We've been taught from a child. Like, we saw our mother at church. Church don't start till 10 o'clock. Some of our mamas was there at 8 o'clock. Period. Cooking breakfast, doing Sunday school, then we stand after church, then it's five more services after that service. Right. And then like and I just like to my daddy was a pastor, so and I just like to be under him. So I ain't get home to about eleven o'clock at night. Right. So Literally. Sundays, it's like the only day you had off was Saturday. And sometimes and not even Saturday. You, you had a rehearsal. Or rehearsal. Then you you know you gotta get your hair done at night. All yeah. of that to prep for Sunday. So, so we had off days. We went <laughs> to school no Monday through Friday and went to church on what Wednesdays or Thursday for Bible study. And then you at church all day Literally. Sunday. Every and you day. gotta be up on time for school Monday. Listen. Bless y'all hearts. They used to go to the Cortez group program. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> <laughs> so um I just have one more question for y'all. Um how did you overcome the negative mindset? What did you do? Um got in my word. Um I asked uh, what is the scripture? Um, creating me a clean, um, creating me a clean heart. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, yes. me a right spirit. Wait, is that it or not that one? Hold on, the other one. I got it. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> what scripture are you talking about, man? Uh, Matthew. What is it? Matthew twenty-two. You don't know. I Pull might be wrong. Pull it out. I'm finna. I'm about to. Come on, minister. Okay. No. 
We're not gonna go there tonight. <laughs> this evening. Valentine's this evening. Day. On Valentine's Day. Why are you waiting? You go, baby. Yeah, say the question again. <laughs> how did you um get over did how did you overcome the negative mindset? Um for me at home on the back of my door, I know it's pretty corny to sound, but I got a motivational wall. And on my door is full of scriptures and it's full of things that, you know, encourage me. Like I'll put, I have stuff on there that says, um, you know, wake up, it's a new day, smile. Somebody didn't get this opportunity or um, just reminded me of how to encourage myself daily so that I, because I honestly believe how you start your day is how your day going to flow. So if you you start your day saying, oh, I'm finna, I'm finna do this and I'm finna do that, that's what's going to happen. And I've had days where I like can get on Facebook and be like, oh, well, nowhere performed against me this week going to prosper. And as soon as I get the word, Test. somebody to try it. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, come on now. Like, I done spoke this thing and now I got to really put it to work that it, no weapon formed against me really can't prosper. Like, yeah. That's so, real. So, um, um, me, um, getting out of the negative mindset, um, I literally had to, uh, ask, ask God to renew my mind because I had let the enemy literally live in my mind because of all the negative thoughts, all the negative energy that I was getting. So I had to, I had to, um, quote Psalms 51 and 10, creating me a clean heart, oh God, and renew a right spirit within me because, I had to clean up my thinking. Like I had to. The devil. I mean, the the man is the devil's playground. The devil. I mean, the, the, your man is the devil's playground. So whatever you think in your mind, that's what you are. And I was just thinking everything negative. Like everything was neg. Everything negative. Like everything. everything. Yeah, I was that too. Like. Well, how did you get to the to the spot where you are now, where you don't? You don't I'm not like, even there. I well, ain't even finna what, what steps are you taking? I surround my. Oh, so what I have done, I surrounded myself around people that are where I want to be, or that can motivate me. I my mindset has shifted. I am a little bit more positive than what I used to be, but I'm not there yet. I still be like. Oh, this pain shooting up. Here come a flare up. Instead of saying, no, I'm going to have a good day and lupus is going to right, align yeah. up with my day. Right, you yeah. got to speak those things which they are not. Take responsibility of your thoughts. Yes, you do. And what I have realized is whatever you manif whatever you want to manifest, whatever you say out of your mouth will happen. That's true. Because I have said... Life Life and death. Death. <laughs> yes, it, it is. But I, I have said, you know what, in my business, I'm gonna make a thousand dollars this week. And I have seen a thousand dollars. I may not have been able to touch it, but <laughs> I have seen it. Yeah. So I when I started to speak life, mm -hmm. that's when I started to see everything manifest. And people need to realize that it's constant, it's always a battle above you. There's always a battle above you. Every word that is given to you, there's warfare behind it. As yeah. soon as it releases, before it's even released, it's 
warfare. Yeah. So why would I even put more negative stuff on it? Like, it just don't make any sense to me, but it's renewing the mind. It's renewing the yes, the lifestyle. Mind. It's renewing you the... You better ask for that daily. Yes, you do. I renew my mind daily like because, listen. And one thing, um, Prophet Fred said something, and it and it's so significant in my life right now. He said, I am a dead man walking. And when he said that, I'm like, I get it. I get it simply because in order for me to walk in what my destiny is, in order for me to walk in what God wants me to align up with, I have to be a dead man walking. I have to die to this flesh yeah. every day. I, I cannot miss those things I used to do. Yes, I cannot miss a day without God killing off my yes. flesh. Because if I do, Equinice gonna get <laughs> like you ain't gonna get blessed. You gonna get Equinice. So <laughs> now you say period. <laughs> period. <laughs> <laughs> So I definitely feel that that's something we all need to do. Definitely kill our flesh daily. Yes. Yeah. Daily take flesh off the old man. Yes. Daily. Daily. That's the key word. Daily. Daily when I see you, you know. Daily I'm taking these, him off of me too. <laughs> Not God. But you right. <laughs> so um, do you guys have anything else? Any other remarks that y'all want to say before we... Cut it short. We all, we're basically done, honestly. Anybody got any questions that's watching the live? Anybody got questions on that? Anybody wants to ask anything? Don't be shy. We're going to stay on here just for a couple more minutes just in case y'all typing, you know. People be trying to make sure they spell stuff right. You know. Or be like me and say y'all the wrong address. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, because you had me at the grave. She had That's us at the cemetery. Some had to be broken because you, you had me pull up right at Oak Ridge. I said this could not be where I'm supposed to be. Okay, I ain't has been a week. No, I ain't week done. Child, I didn't roll up a lot of stuff. Well, you got all these notes. She over here got um Baby. minister in training notes. Okay, and she, she said seven minister in training. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say what you got to say. I'm good, so you really going to hold back? Okay. Yeah. You ain't going to sleep tonight, Mark. Wow. I, I break that curse. Because <laughs> <laughs> you supposed to release something. You ain't going to sleep. Huh? Oh. <laughs> oh, child. So, ain't nobody say nothing? No, no, no. Somebody said obeying the word of God. Okay. That's part. what they got out of that. What? What's going on? What are you all considering? Considering generation, generation curses. Okay, I'll I'll touch that. I just had it. Wow. So for me, um, I'll say. Um, how I identify. Wait, what was the question again? I'm sorry. What are you all considering generation curses? Okay, so patterns of consistent failure, history of untimely death. I'll say this right here. Um, 
it was a time, not even a time. It was the time, like every, like it was like all the men, where all the men in our family passed, like back to back to back to back. And I was like, that's a curse. Like it, first it was my uncle, and then like three months later it was my other uncle. Then it was like three months, three months later it was my other uncle. And I think a cousin of ours. Then I think it stopped like for a minute. Then my cousin, Tony Pez. Then, wait, no, my father Pez. Then my cousin, Tony. Like, it was back to back. So, um, history of untimely deaths, dying prematurely, high levels of anger. Um, Yeah, anger... Is definitely a generational curse Ooh. on both sides of my family. You sure you want to tap it today? Anger. Oh, bye. Um, is yeah, tempers, all of that is definitely a generational curse that I am trying to that I will break because my attitude is getting better, but it's it it, it was horrible. Uh, you want to say something? Just real, quick. Just, <laughs> real quick. Just real quick. Just real quick. Because if I say too much, like 10 so, um, <laughs> so, I, oh, how do I put this? Okay, I have a friend, and uh, she was very depressed with her child, mm-hmm. very depressed, and her mom was like, you know, when I was pregnant with you, I was really like depressed. Like they had to put me in a mental hospital while I was pregnant with you. And they couldn't give me wow. no medication, but they were literally scared that I was going to kill myself with you. So when she was pregnant with her son, I think this was her son. Yeah, this was her first. With her son, she was so depressed that they had her on suicide watch. And now her son is eight, I believe, seven or eight. And she now has to watch her son because at a random moment, he would just bust out and start crying. And that I took it and I told her, I said, I don't think people realize how significant the woman body is. First of all, you carry a life inside of you, inside of this this sack of water and fluids and it's literally growing every day it's getting the lungs it's getting the heart it's an amazing thing but not only that people don't realize that your kids feel whatever you feel so because her mom was depressed with her and she often on dealt with depression before him then she gets pregnant and her first son is now now they're saying that he may be dealing with some type of depression or he may be uh, bipolar or mm-hmm. uh, severely depressed. Um, it's just like, this is bigger than what people think it is. It's real. It's real. Like yeah. when we say generational curses, it means that, like she said, it's something that's continuously happening and something that you can literally feel. It's genetic. It's, gene- it's kind of like it's genetic. A, it's, it's in the DNA. Gene. It's in yeah. the genes. G- yeah. Yes, that was perfect. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go into it. I mean, you might as well since you here. Right. Mm. Because listen, I don't want to take you out of church right now. I 
I'm not. I'm not I'm just gonna tell people. You've been a three jump nose or something. Oh yeah. So about that. Okay. Sorry. I know you lost it. Wait. Got so many. History of abuse, verbal, um, physical, and emotional. Chronical illnesses, diabetes, heart problems, sickle cell, cancer, arthritis. Those are the ones that was in my family. Um, so, yeah, that's for the um, person that said some of that generation. You got nothing to say? Okay, so I want to thank everybody for tuning in. That is actually our time. Because I know they got their little booze to go to. And I'm just playing. You don't see no ring on this thing. <laughs> oh, what a fork. No, but I hope everybody has a wonderful um, Valentine's Day, whatever that is. Um, <laughs> and I really want to thank everybody for joining in. Um, I'm going to give them a moment to like promote their businesses, and then I have a special announcement after that. Go ahead. Who wants to go first? Um, I'll go. Again, um, you can get my book called Broken Pieces, Making a Mural. It's on Amazon. I'll drop, drop the link under uh, her podcast. So yeah, drop the link. Drop this link. And it's $15. So you can get it through Amazon Prime or you can hit me up and I can mail it to you. So Chosen Generation, I have a lot of um, inspirational shirts that pertains to 1 Peter 2 and 9. Um, this is one of my shirts, the set-apart one. Y'all can see it from back there. And these, like I said, they run at 25. They're digital print, direct to Garmin. And the set-apart with the puzzle pieces. Um... Each shirt that is um, about 5% goes to the autism, it's, it's, it's an autism um, organization that we are connected to, so. Yeah, where it's Oh, my, one of my, they can't see it. It don't matter. Don't but yeah, we got, we got everything, y'all. We got everything, okay? Everything. So what I'm going to do for um, to support businesses, y'all know I do these random supporting businesses. Um, I'm going to buy a bit a book from Nikki, and I'm going to buy a shirt from Talitha. T. And <laughs> Talitha, I do know your name. I just say T. Um, Talitha, I'm going to buy it, and um, I don't know if they going. Matter of fact, what we going to wrap it them off? What we gonna no, do? just um, that's the question. Have to buy it. Yeah, I'm just getting. Yeah, like ask them like. Okay, so they just want to give out something. So, um, what y'all want to do? I don't know. I don't we should have thought about this before. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, here we go. So, the first person to like, listen very closely. The first person, to, uh, first two people, first two people to like our Instagram page and like her 
um, Facebook page, Chosen Generation. The um, E is with a three. So it's C-H-O-S-3-N Generation. First, person, first two people to like her page and at my um, Instagram pages at, at the Generation of Curse Breakers. You have to like both of those pages in order to get the free gift. You told me to speak up. Y'all can't hear me? I'm watching on my live. She's not watching. Oh, so if she can't hear me, I mean, we'll figure it out. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So you have to like at the Generation of Curse Breakers on Instagram and at Chosen with a three instead of an E in Chosen generation and then you'll get one person to get the book and one person to get his shirt yep that's how we're gonna do that i'm gonna put the instructions up because i probably made no sense to some of y'all i'm gonna <laughs> put the instructions up on my page so you guys can go ahead and do that and also the special announcement is two actually two special announcements one in august um the Generation of Curse Breakers and Benediction de la Moore mm -hmm. is actually having a big summer fest outside. We're going to oh, have yeah. um, performing arts, spoken word, uh, bouncy houses. It's kind of going to be like a carnival theme. So that is coming out. The information will be dropping actually next week. And then... Oh, I'm sorry to cut you off. No. No, what happened? I'm trying to see if this... Um, She's trying to figure out who is the person that just followed her. Because if it if it's somebody that's watching, she got the shirt. So okay. And then um February 28th, February 28th, we'll be talking to black men. This will be our first men on this podcast. I'm very okay. excited about that. That's kind of that's dope. It's, it is huge. What's this topic? You can't tell So topic. this topic is let me see. Um, father's love, girl dad. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the real definition of a girl dad because I've saw some of y'all putting up girl dad and y'all ain't talked to y'all kids in a long time. But that's neither here nor there. Um, 